deep into the word of god let's dive deep let the holy spirit take us deep into the word of god tonight i pray and um, let us focus on the lord so what we are going to see tonight is um, let's open a scripture first from the book of genesis chapter 1 let's go to genesis chapter 1 let's read from verse 1 onwards and unto until verse 3 Uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of the law of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Verse number three. Then God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. Light. is what we are going to look at tonight what is light what is light and darkness okay verse number 3 is our focus which says then god said let there be light and there was light so light is not something as we supposed to and we think is light is something like illumination light is something like brightness in the kingdom of god uh light is more than that in the kingdom of god there is a revelation of what light is in the in the kingdom of god there are synonyms or, and there are similar when when we say light there are many things that we mean when we say light in the kingdom of god even about darkness when we think about darkness uh when we are praying against the powers of darkness we imagine darkness as something black something dark something where we cannot see but darkness is much more than that what we imagine darkness is are we together hallelujah so i came i want to start with the scripture where where the bible says <coughs> where the bible says the first thing that god used to restore the broken earth to restore the earth which was without form and void and there was darkness over the earth the first thing he started started with to restore and reconstruct the earth was what was light he released light and if you read the scriptures ahead verse 4 says and god saw the light and it was good and god divided the light from the darkness so god never made the darkness god only made the light but the darkness was already there on the face of the earth and you will ponder or you will uh, uh, you will ask why from where did the darkness come on the face of the earth that's a whole bunch of different uh, scope of revelation and i have taken that many months back because before adam and before the creation of the earth in the book of genesis the earth already existed as a habitable place because isaiah prophesies that god did not create the earth god did not create the earth to be inhabited he created the created the earth to be habitable so god did not create the earth imperfect he had created the earth as a perfect earth and before adam there was a race of human beings that he created and i don't have time refer back to my older sermons where i have shown from the scripture that lucifer was the high priest of the pre adamic race hallelujah you will not hear it anywhere else i am bringing the revelation for okay in the body of christ that lucifer that time was the high priest so 
so those people didn't were not made in the image of god adam is the first man made in the image of god those human beings were not made in the image of god after under because those people were connected to god through lucifer lucifer was given the office of the high priest to bring people to god and what he started to do is his sin was that he started to trade souls he started to trade souls you know what is trading souls trading souls is going to the people and saying that you know god is not a good god uh, he cannot take care of you uh, he, you know i can give you many things if you make me my god so he replaced god from the hearts of the people and started to become their gods started to become their god lucifer so because the whole human race was corrupted god had to destroy that that earth and the bible says darkness was upon the face of the earth what does that mean means lucifer and his fallen angels were hovering over the waters when the earth was destroyed hallelujah are we understanding and god started to restore the broken earth with what with light everyone say light he started to restore the broken destroyed earth the restored the restoration the restoration started with god said let there be light and when there was light he said oh light is good and he separated the light from the darkness he did not created darkness he separated the light he created light he released light but darkness was already there on the earth the existence of the fallen fallen lucifer and his angels and the demons hallelujah you know many of the demons that possess people are so ancient who can be those demons can be traced back before adam so that 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 was darkness that was darkness okay i don't have time go back if you want scriptural references there is a whole sermon on that on my channel so if you are in doubt you can go to that and you will be blessed but here we are talking about light he said let there be light he said the light was good separated it from darkness what so what it is light i want to draw my the meaning and the definition of light in the bible from this very scripture starting from this very scripture the first thing that enters in our lives when we receive jesus is the light okay so what happens when we receive jesus our life is broken our our soul is full of sin and the burden of sin and the burden of the things and the polluted things of the world so when we receive jesus like earth was with darkness the demons were hovering right and the earth was without form and void and broken such is our lives such is our lives without christ without form without void without purpose filled with darkness filled with sin such is our is a life of a human being without jesus are we together and when jesus comes into our lives what happens is along with jesus the light the light everyone say the light the reconstruction process of making our our lives the reconstruction process of making our lives into the image of the only begotten son of god starts off with the entrance of light in our very beings what does the light do in our very beings it does not cast out demons from us 
it will not cast out sin from us the light will come in order to make a separation between the light itself and the darkness listen to me in other words the light when it comes it started it starts to do a exposing works work in our beings that is what the light do when it enters are we understanding what happened there on the earth god said let there be light did light cast out darkness tell me yes or no no but what happened is when light came in it separated the darkness out and made a segregation made a separation light line that is this is light and this is darkness both of them are separate are we together so what will happen when light which the light which enters in our innermost being when jesus comes in one's life what it does it it does not drives out darkness at the first instance but brings a understanding of separation between the things of the light and the things of the darkness when you receive jesus in your lives the light comes in and the light will not automatically cast the demons out of you the light will not automatically cast the addictions out of you what it will start to do is it will start to prompt you these are the things of light and these are the things of darkness it will bring conviction in your innermost being it will awaken your conscious to be connected with the holy spirit and you will start to have a understanding this is from god this is not from god this is from god this is of light this is not of light this is of darkness this is of light this is not of light this is of darkness it will just give you a separation a exposition okay it will expose darkness that is what light does it exposes darkness first of all okay it exposes the things of the devil it exposes the things of the dark it exposes sin it exposes bondages oh this is okay hallelujah are we understanding and when the light starts to make a separation so that light of god will will pose things on your free will now you know what is right and what is wrong now you have to take the decision to follow the light and walk in the light that is christian life that is what the holy spirit does when you are born again by the spirit the spirit will awaken a new conscious of heaven new conscious of god and you will start to have a different perspective you will be able when you receive jesus christ to make a separation between sin and between what is not sin between the holy and the unholy things between the light the things of the light and the things of the darkness hallelujah are we together people okay listen to me now let's go to second corinthians chapter 4 Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse number three to six. Okay, you. This is the scripture, verse number three to six. But even if our gospel is veiled, Apostle Paul speaking there. Even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Who are perishing? Whose minds? the god of this age who is the god of this age the is referring to satan has blinded who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of christ everyone say that the light of the gospel hallelujah lest the light of the gospel of the glory of christ who is the image of god should shine on them okay 
Why do people don't believe in the gospel or don't understand the words of God, don't understand the gospel is veiled to them? Because the light of the gospel, the light does not enter their heart. The light which is able to make a separation between the things of the darkness and the things of light, they do not allow it to enter their heart. Why? We will come to that. Verse number 5. For we do not preach ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your bond servants for Jesus sake. A true apostle, a true prophet, a true man of God will not preach himself. Remember that. He will preach Jesus Christ. He will pre preach Jesus and him be crucified. He will lead people. A true man of God is, will never attach you to his power, to his prayer life. To his anointing. He will always be like a signpost. Telling you to go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. Hallelujah. And that was Apostle Paul. He, say, he says we do not preach ourselves. But only Christ Jesus our Lord. And ourselves your bond servants. What is bond servants? That means he cannot escape the call of God. He is born to do what God wants him to do. He, he is born to speak. What God wants him to speak. He cannot choose words by himself. He has to speak what the Lord tells him to speak. That is a bond servant of Jesus Christ. He cannot speak if people want to hear something from him. He cannot please the people. Even if people leave his church. He has to speak as a bond servant. He cannot choose his word. He is not under the control of his own will. But the Holy Spirit is controlling him. Hallelujah. <clears throat> that is bond servant. When the Holy Spirit takes over the life and you are sold to the Holy Spirit, there is zero human will and 100% will of God is working through you. That is what Jesus said. My food is to obey the will of God and to complete the work that he has given me to do. That is my food. That is what my, is, that satisfies my spirit. That is what satisfies my thirst to obey the will of God and to do what he has called me to do. Hallelujah. Jesus could not choose the path of his ministry by his own will. He had to follow the will of his father. And that's why he had to go to the, through the suffering of the cross. He had a human will. Because in the garden of Gethsemane he prayed, Lord, not my will. Not my will, but your will be done. So his will was in constant battle with the will of God as a human being. But he was a, he was a servant of God. And he was the son of God sent to do only the will of the father. Hallelujah. Amen. That is where your Christian life to, should ascend to. That doing the will of God. Saying what God wants you to say. Hallelujah. That is where the Lord will use your mouth as a mouthpiece. To speak his utterances through your voice. Hallelujah. So he is saying for we do not preach ourselves. But Christ Jesus the Lord are, and ourselves your bond servants for Jesus sake. Verse number 6. Listen to this. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. Who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Light. 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 Hallelujah. You see, I told you, when Jesus enters your life for the first time, along with God commands light, 
in your innermost being god commands light of the knowledge of the glory of god to start shining in your life and what it does is it will start to separate darkness and show you this is darkness this is light this is sin this is this is not sin this is unholy this is holy are we together so point number 1 is the light of the gospel when it shines in our hearts it does not drives out darkness but it exposes means it separates the light from darkness point number 2 is the holy spirit the lord keeps it before us and it's up to our will if we still want to keep the darkness or drive it out when the light has already come in our lives are we together hallelujah i want i am going to answer a very mostly asked question by believers and by unbelievers by young people and by old people that why god sends people to hell why is god why is god uh, you know why is god not uh, doing everything good when he is there on the throne why there is so much of deaths why there is so much of this so much of war so much of suicide so much of people in depression why doesn't he takes care of all that is the mostly asked question by people by believers and let's answer it in john chapter 3 let's go to john chapter 3 now we are we understanding what is light i will come to the meaning of light and i will give you after explaining to you certain scriptures let's go to john chapter 3 and john chapter 3 is very important john chapter 3 we you know verse 16 for god so loved the world but we are going to go to we are going to go to verse number 17 starting from verse number 17 listen to me very carefully people of god for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved first of all God did not send the son to condemn the world then why the world is getting condemned the answer is ahead he who believes in him is not condemned but he who does not believe in is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of god okay how he is condemned look at this verse number 19 and this is condemnation that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil stay with me for everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not comes to the light lest his deeds should be exposed that is light that exposes the deeds of evil so listen to me what is darkness now coming to the question mark what is darkness Dark, darkness is not something black and dark what is darkness darkness is something that does not wants god to enter inside of it write it down are we understanding darkness is something that does not wants god to enter inside of it does not wants the intervention of god does not wants god to come in their business that is darkness so jesus came to the world to give, who is jesus the light of the world the light of men okay he is the truth he is the reality of god he is the real god he is the real salvation he is the real life not 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 come come to came to give earthly life uh, temporary life but to come to give the real life which is 
eternal life in heaven. He is the reality. He is the light. He is the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. He was forever. He is a reality. Satan is deception. Satan is a created being. Satan is a fake reality. Satan is full of illusions. Are we understanding? Full of lies. The father of lies. In other words, darkness. Okay. What happened is, what 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 is being said in this word by jesus the the words are marked in red so jesus said this a mighty revelation about light mighty revelation about light that he says that the light has come into the world but people don't want the light to enter their hearts why because they wanted to be in darkness in other words they did not wanted the light to separate them from darkness hallelujah what is what is darkness what is a man who comes to the light and stays in the light has nothing to hide from god write it down a man who comes to the light i am referring to jesus christ and who stays in the light of god what is the light of god the light of god is the presence of god the glory of god if the light of god is walking in the holy spirit has nothing to hide in his life hallelujah if you come to my house and if you take my phone, I will freely give you the passcode of my phone because there is nothing for me to hide from you because I am walking in the light. There is nothing. Your life should be an open book. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many pastors don't want people to come into their house when they are in a different personality altogether dual personality <laughs> hallelujah many 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 people when they when they start speaking to the pastor's wife the pastor will say okay okay that's it that's it because if they start speaking more the wife will start to reveal what he does in the house there are things to hide but he who walks in the light has nothing to hide because his his heart is open before god that is what light does that is the, that who are the children of God the children of God are the children of light are we together yes. the children of the devil are the children of darkness where they hide things I don't want God in here I don't want to show these things to God I don't want God to intervene that is darkness they did not let light come in their hearts why because they love darkness why they love darkness why they prefer to stay in darkness because their deeds were evil lest the light will come and expose their evil deeds and bring it before God. Hallelujah. People of God, is God speaking to you? Evaluate your life. Is there something you don't want God to come in? Is there some chamber of your heart? Is there some area of your life you don't want? Oh, no, no, no. I will take care of this. Let me not open this to God. Let me not open this to Apostle Rahul. Let me not tell it to tell it to anyone. The Bible says confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. What does that mean? That means confess to a spiritually matured person. Confess who will not make it a gossip with others. Confess your sins to each other. So open your hearts to each other and pray that your sins may be forgiven. But before that confess your sins to God. Open your hearts. He who hides his sins will receive no mercy. But he who opens his heart and confesses his sins his frailty his weaknesses before god will receive mercy that is the that is the secret of receiving mercy 
Hallelujah. Mercy is powerful by the way. Mercy can nullify the legal laws of heaven. Yes, there are legal laws of heaven. There is the justice court of heaven. Devil will come. You remember what happened to Job? Devil will, was coming. There, is, there are also many other instances. If you, if you have read the Old Testament properly. About Jeshua the high priest. Who was working in the book of Ezra. For building the temple. The prophet reveals that. That Satan was coming and accusing Jeshua. On the basis of some legal records. Of his ancestral line to God. Hallelujah. So. God will listen to devil sometimes. Because he is speaking on legal basis. The devil is, a, is, a, is like a lawyer. He knows how to, how to bring the laws. He, now, he knows how to bring the jurisdictions of the realms of the earth, of the laws of the spirit and put you down. Stop you from growing in God. Stop your ministry. So, if you want to escape that, those kind of judgment, you need the mercy of God. Hallelujah. The mercy of God will change God's heart and God can even go against the legal laws that the devil is bringing because God will be merciful now and change his heart. Hallelujah. What happened? Noah built an altar after he came out of the ark, offered a sacrifice. The aroma went in and God says, he, I, God smelled the aroma and he's changed his mind. And he said, no, from now on, I will not do this. God can change his mind about something. How? When you provoke the mercy of God. Hallelujah. Are we understanding something? Okay, the, the mercy of God will be, re, the, a person who is eligible to receive the mercy of God in his life is he who walks in the light. Amen. Is he who has nothing to hide from God. Are we together? Amen. So a man who walks in the light, a man who stays in the light and walks in the light, lives in the light, has nothing to hide. Are we understanding that? Yes. This brings us to the conclusion of what is darkness. Okay, are we understanding what is light and what, what let, let's come to what is darkness. I told you darkness is not something dark and black and you know all those kinds of things that we imagine when we pray. But darkness, I told you, the, synonym, the synonyms of darkness is first of, the first synonym, the first one of the meaning of darkness is not of God. It's not of God. Second is, it's far away from God. Third is, it hides the reality of God and his word. That is darkness. Fourth is that hates God. That hates God. Fifth is does not want God to enter. Does not want God to intervene. Sixth is wants to keep things under, under one's control. Hidden from God with no intervention of God. Are we together? Yeah. Hallelujah. People of God, remove your mute and say Amen. Okay. Uh, apart from those who are on the screen. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Wanting to make sure that we, we are on. God is speaking to us. Okay. Hallelujah. That is darkness. And that is the answer to those people who are asking you questions. Why is God not doing anything when he is on the throne? When he is all powerful. God has already done what he has to do. He has sent his light. He has sent his son. He has sent the light of the world. But you prefer not the light to enter and work in you and separate the darkness. Okay, what is the answer? God, does not, God hasn't created darkness. It is the people and their own decision to choose darkness and to go to hell. 
God is a loving God. He will not send people to hell. People choose their way to hell. Why? Because they hate the light and they do not want to come to the light lest their deeds will be exposed. Lest their deeds will be exposed. That is what happened in the book of Genesis. What happened is when Adam and Eve sinned, what did they do? First, can you tell me? They, ha they had hid themselves from God. You see, because darkness came upon their hearts, the spirit of the Lord left them. When we were worshipping and I was praying and uh, we will pray at the end of the meeting about that thing I was saying. I saw naked legs and I saw naked people. We want to pray against spiritual nakedness. Uh, hallelujah. I saw naked legs and I saw naked people running away. That is what I saw in the realm of the spirit when, I, when, you were, when we were worshipping. Naked legs, naked people running away. People of God, we need to pray. Okay? We need to pray. Some of you don't even realize the times we are living in are so crucial, are so sensitive, are so important, are so prophetic. Because these are the end times. We want to pray against spiritual nakedness. I told you what is spiritual nakedness. Spiritual nakedness is when the human spirit is without the covering of the Holy Spirit. And that is what happened to Adam and Eve when they chose their own will over the will of God, their own knowledge to become like God. The controlling Holy Spirit that used to di direct them, you know, take control of their life that left them because they chose their own will. They chose darkness. And with, when they chose their own will by listening to the serpent, what happened is when God came in, they st started to hide from God and God asked, why you are hiding? They said, because we are naked. In other words, they were not being shameful because they were physically naked. They were shameful because the human spirit was without a covering. The, 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 the nakedness of their spirit was exposed to the glory of God and they were feeling shameful. Hallelujah. Those who love darkness, the glory of God will make them feel shameful. Yes. And they will hide, they will run. Have you? Oh, oh my God. I, I don't know if you guys experience these things or not in your life. But I have experienced. I used to take, when I, I take meetings here in India. You know, when I preach, a person started to become anxious like this, like this, like this. Could not sit in the meeting. Could not, even when the worship started, he could not sit. And he, he ran out and the person who brought him did not even know where he ran out. He just could not withstand to sit in that hall. What is that? Running away. Running away. And Christians are running away from God. Though they look like they are reading the Bibles and coming to the church. But in, in reality many are spiritually naked. Hiding from God. Not letting the light enter into their hearts. That the light may work and expose darkness. People of God, are we ready tonight to open our beings totally for the light to enter and to expose and that we will be ready to take out everything that is of darkness. 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 Darkness is a place. Darkness is a thing that where, can, where God that does not allow God. When we talk about darkness is a place, a person, a city or whatever which is godless. That is darkness. That is the meaning of darkness. 
Are we together? Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 44 verse 23. Ezekiel chapter 44 verse 23. Let's go there. <coughs> okay, 44 verse 23. And they, okay, and they shall teach. I am not reading the whole chapter. We would not have time. So, 44 verse 23. Underline this word or write down this word. It's very important for all of you to meditate on. And they shall teach my people the difference between the holy and the unholy and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. What is that? They should teach. Who should teach? Ezekiel is elaborating and describing the responsibility of priesthood in the temple of God and the responsibility of a priest in the temple of God. What they should do? They should teach my people the difference between the holy and the unholy and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. That is what I do here. Amen. Do you know in the kingdom of God, whether you are an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, a prophet or an apostle, everyone is in the ministry of priesthood, in the ministry of intercession, in other words. And in every ministry, this point should be included where they teach people okay first of all they themselves are a living example and they teach people what to separate between the holy and the unholy that is the teaching ministry that is that that is included in the evangelism we cannot only say people oh in evangelism jesus has come to heal you jesus has come to deliver you jesus loves you but we have to also include repentance and the separation between good and evil, holy and unholy, sin and holy. What is sin and what is from God? What is from God? What is not from God? We that should that is a mandate. Do you remember the book of Isaiah which says that people will make the good evil and the evil good? In the last days that will happen that everything will be good. The evil actually will be good. And the good will be evil. Hallelujah. That is what is happening. The snakes are coming in the churches and making the people and teaching the people the, the good things are religious things. Yeah, there is a subtle deception where they call people religious. Oh, they are religious. They are religious. They are religious. When they talk about holiness, when they talk about repentance. Oh, no, 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 no. How can people, if we cannot point out, brother, brother Rahul, listen to me. We cannot point out the sins of people. They will feel bad. We cannot tell them about sin. They will feel bad. We cannot tell them, tell them to repent. Who taught you all those ministry? Who taught you? I am not, I'm not talking about the extreme end where we condemn people. You are a sinner, you are a sinner. I am not talking like that. We never preach legalism. We, never, we are not religious at all here. But I am, I am talking about when you exclude the gospel, the foundation of the gospel totally from your message. Hallelujah. And you are, you are just saying God will only heal you. God will only bless you. There will nothing, nothing will, wrong will happen to you. And all those, all those rut, all those mess and those people are not going to heaven any which ways because they, don't, they have not even repented. 
you are not ministering for your Jesus Christ you are doing a social work the social workers help people and give them earthly benefits and it benefits them in earthly ways in temporary ways the social workers can go to people give them medicine give them food give them money what will happen yeah the earthly life will be benefited but what about they going to heaven they will only go to heaven through Jesus Christ when they know what is light and darkness what is holy and unholy are we together hallelujah amen the job of the priest the job of you the job of me when we are called as a pastor in the church when we are called as a teacher when we are called as a prophet is to teach people the difference between the holy and the unholy to make them give them a discernment uh, discernment provoke the, in them the discernment gift that they will be able to discern this is not from God this is from God we have to follow everything in the world is not from God Amen. hallelujah hallelujah the top leaders in Christianity I have started to say that uh, all the ways can lead to Jesus all the ways you know we, we cannot offend people we, we, we cannot say people to only choose Jesus that will be too selfish preaching what are they saying actually they are not saying the snakes are manifesting the snakes are manifesting and the, the job of the snake the job of the serpent is to deceive the church is to deceive the elect is to deceive you my dear brother hallelujah are we understanding until you walk in the light love the things of the light hallelujah so the job of the priest is to have a discernment and to always also so so first of all they should be discerning that is what i do here i mostly teach discernment always i tell people be discerning don't believe in all things okay i i preached a sermon about the about the human heart and i told in that sermon that the human heart is a territory is a territory your heart is a territory Every, everyone say my heart is a territory Yes. And, and on that territory, there is a gate and the gatekeeper is you. Don't open the gate of your heart for every other thing. Don't receive every other thing from every other person. Don't receive every ide ideology, every doctrine, everything that comes. But only open the gates of your heart for the word of God to come in. Okay, not going into that, but that is that is very important about understanding our heart that's why the bible says what in the book of proverbs guard your heart what is guarding your heart in other words the revelation is we are the watchmen over our heart and we have to guard our heart not let not let everything enter our heart hallelujah we have to be a good watchman of our heart hallelujah amen okay okay coming back separation between the holy and the unholy so what is holy holy living is what i told you simply what is holy living holy living is not a perfect living without sin listen to me that is the misconception people get discouraged oh i got angry i am not holy listen to me that is not that is that is not how you define holiness i want to simply define holiness that you may understand what is holy living holy living is not perfect living but holy living is living in the light of God what does that mean 
holy living is not perfect living no one can be perfect but living in the light of god that means sin entered us anger entered us we got angry but because we have the light we understand lord i got angry that was of darkness i am sorry lord please forgive me i shouldn't have done that living in the light what is living in the light living in a life of constant repentance hallelujah living in the light is what living in a living in a life of constant repentance where your heart your actions are under the light surveillance so anything dark comes in you let the light expose it you let the light expose it you let the light expose it you do not hide uh, some people oh i got angry i gave bad words i cursed that person but i am right <laughs> hallelujah but i am right i am not wrong that that means you are not letting light enter you and expose darkness and tell you it is of dark that is unholiness hallelujah a preacher will come and say yeah i know i i was in adultery so what david was also in adultery <laughs> but he was also david was living in the light of god he wrote psalm 51 and he exposed his sin not only to god but to whole israel israel yeah. know that i have committed adultery yeah. israel know that your king has sinned hallelujah yeah. are we understanding people the problem of saul was he used to hide from god mm-hmm. even when you know samuel told him remember samuel told him saul you foolish person why haven't you obeyed the command of god and killed the king of amalek you know what did saul so god has taken away the kingdom from you saul it is it, it will no longer be yours and samuel told that message to saul and he was leaving what did saul do saul grabbed the hold of his of his garment and was saying no 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 don't go and tell it to everyone let's go in secret and sacrifice to god so that god can forgive me darkness no light are we understanding light and darkness people hallelujah holy living is not living we cannot be perfect we are in the flesh that does not i am not giving you we us a permission to sin always when we are saying i am saying we are not perfect we have to live in light we have to live in light what will ha- what will happen is the anger when i was at the age of 20 i was uh, i was a christian i used to repent but i used to constantly get angry but even as you let the light constantly deal with your anger one year passes by two year passes by three third year passes by fourth year passes by you will see the hold of anger reducing on you Amen. and you are becoming more like christ in that area Amen. hallelujah that is the purpose of the church that is the primary calling you have to become more like christ in a we have to break, become more like jesus hallelujah and how will it happen when we live in the light hallelujah that is holiness the bible says be holy as i am holy says the lord Amen. hallelujah yes holiness is not an option holiness is a requirement Amen. when we preach holiness we are not religious when we we have to teach the difference that is what the bible commands teach between the difference between the holy what is a unholy life you might have known a unholy life is living a life that is hidden from god 
That means no repentance. Hallelujah. You are going on sinning. You are going on sleeping with women who are not your wife. You are going on committing fornication. And you are going on uh, drinking alcohol. No repentance. Hallelujah. You repent for, for, for the sake of saying things. And then you know your heart will again go back and do those things. That is living an unholy life. That is, the, that is the difference between holy living and unholy living. Unholy living is living a life that is hidden from God, which is in darkness and God cannot intervene. That's why in the lives of many Christians, we pray, we pray and we pray, we see God not moving in their lives. Why? Because they live in darkness. They live a life that is hidden from God. You pray all night for that person. You will see God not moving in that person's life. Why? Because their life is in darkness. It's not a question about if you are anointed or not. It's about they are living in darkness. God cannot intervene in darkness. Because darkness has no fellowship with light. That We will come to that. That is another. We will come to that in some time. Darkness cannot collaborate with light. Holy and unholy are separate things. Cannot be mixed. But there is a mixture happening. Mixture of doctrines. Mixture. And that is what is the satanic agenda for the end times. The one world government that is on the politics side and the business side. And the one world religion on the spiritual side. What will the one world religion do? It will say, we are, Brother Rahul, we also, we also believe in Jesus. We are ready to come to your church. But we also believe in Buddha. We also believe in this. So we want you to accommodate all these doctrines in your teaching. That Then we will come to your church. That is how churches have become. They are growing not because the hand of God is making them grow. They are growing because they are making deals with Satan. They are accepting the offers of Satan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we understanding people? But God has called us to build a church without blemish. Amen. Because the bride of Christ will be a virgin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will not be a harlot, will be a virgin. Amen. The church which is a harlot, the person who is a harlot, who is a prostitute, cannot go to heaven. They will not be taken up. Only the pure bride who is a virgin. Hallelujah. Are we understanding people? Amen. That will only happen Hallelujah. when the... Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, the light of God will be able to make a separation between the light and the darkness. Are we together? Okay. Listen to me. The devil and his demons are agents of darkness because they don't want God to reign over them. They don't want God in their business. That, that, is, that is why I call them and we have to call them the agents of darkness. Why? Because the devil... From the beginning, he was a liar. In other words, he did not want God to intervene. He wanted to hide everything. God, I want to... That's why he came on this earth and he said, God is in heaven, but I will make this earth my palace, my jurisdiction, my territory. And I will reign as God over the earth. We will come to that. And let not, we will not let God intervene in the earthly affairs. That is what devil wants to do. And that is what prayer is. What is prayer? Bringing the intervention of God in the affairs of earth. And that is why the devil wants to stop people to pray. Why? Because through prayer, we bring the intervention of God in our lives. Through prayer and through the word of God, we bring the intervention of God in our families 
and we bring the intervention of God in the affairs of the kingdoms of the earth. But the devil hate prayer people, praying people. That's why he want to he wants to attack you constantly to stop you from praying, to stop you to fellowship with God, to stop you to read the word. Because he does not want the intervention of God in the affairs of earth, in your affairs. Hallelujah. The question is, will you continue to allow the devil to do that in your life? No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, going to Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 to 3. Let's go there. Isaiah chapter 60. Now verse number 1 to 3. Arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Amen. If you are reading your Bible, bracket it inside verse 1 to 3 and put an arrow mark and write the end time ministry. Another verse for the end time ministry. Okay. This is a verse for the end time ministry. How? This verse says, darkness shall cover the earth. Now you know what is darkness? Now you know what is the verse saying? That means the earth will be a place which, which wants no intervention of God inside of it. That is darkness covering the whole earth. The earth will, will become a place in the end times. No intervention. We don't want God in our affairs. The kingdoms of the earth, the politicians, the government of the earth will be and it is already we are in the end times where darkness is covering they, they they act as if they know god they are supporting god but yet i don't want to go into those things but darkness is on the face of the earth people of god believe it or not i am saying this to you and i am saying the truth they don't want the intervention of god that is darkness covering the earth they don't want the intervention of god in the government they don't want the inter, inter, intervention of god in the economy they don't want the want the inter, intervention of god in the global church meetings that are being held because the people who are leading it are snakes and who are are not the servants of god they don't want the inter, intervention of god in the churches darkness shall cover the earth darkness where there is no intervention of god and what uh, deep darkness the people you will see Look at people in, in the end times. Look at Christians. You will look at them. You speak to them. And you will understand these people only want blessings, breakthrough and healing. They don't want God to expose their deeds. They don't want the light to enter. They don't want the, want the intervention of God in their lives. Hallelujah. Do you agree with me? Are you seeing that? Or are you in another earth? Hallelujah. That is what is happening. This is the word for the end times darkness will cover the whole earth and and deep darkness the people people will be like we don't want god we don't want to pray we don't want light to enter us but but the the good thing here is or the good thing as per god in the spirit is you the people of god the remnant of god in this time of darkness God will decide the glory to come upon you. 
and this is my revelation for the end times about light that in the end times God will work through the vessels of light the vessels of light the vessels of light because God from heaven God from heaven will not be able to come down what what, what is the medium he will work through he, he will work through you Anthony he will work through you Ruth he will work through you Marion making you the vessels of light hallelujah I am telling you people of God church of God don't wait for revival to drop from heaven it will never drop from heaven it will start off with you illuminating the light of God through you releasing the light of God from you the vessels of light will be the revivalists of the end times in the dark world and what will if you are a vessel of light what you will do what you will do tell me expose darkness expose darkness when you start exposing darkness hallelujah the next thing is God will also give you the power to drive out darkness not only darkness over the lives of people darkness over the kingdoms of the earth yes to bring the kingdom of God on the earth you you don't underestimate yourself you are the vessel of light the glory and what will happen Gentiles shall come to your power Gentiles shall come to your wisdom no Gentiles shall see your miracles how many people you heal and then come to you no Gentiles shall come to your light that means they shall come to you because of your righteous living Amen. hallelujah, mm, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How many of you old old people here, senior people here remember my sermon on the end time ministry that is the ministry of Noah and I told you Noah was the preacher of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. In Genesis it does not mention that but in Peter reveals Noah preached righteousness, lived, he was righteous among his generation. Hallelujah. Gentiles shall come to your light that means they shall come and be attracted to your righteous and kings of the earth to the brightness of your rising when you rise in the kingdom of light it will attract the kings of the earth to you that will be the power it will not it's not about anointing seeking to heal and this it's about staying and walking in the light living a righteous life living a clean life before God people of God I am equipping you for this time and season hallelujah that is where you will rise that is how you will rise hallelujah the days of show shining ministry are gone where they talk about anointing where they talk about go to Africa come to me in South Africa come to me in Australia and get the anointing no the anointing will come through righteous living the anointing will will increase through holy living hallelujah and to it they will not come looking at your anointing they will come to your light to your righteous living that is what Christians don't understand the revelation in this verse it's a powerful verse but understand the revelation of the word that Isaiah is prophesying hallelujah come on shout hallelujah amen hallelujah hallelujah so in this end times darkness will cover the whole earth that means devil will make the world and the people of the world disconnected from God disconnected from God he will make the world a place where God cannot intervene hallelujah that's why he's full-time overtime working against your prayer life against your heart against your peace 
so that you through your life you cannot bring the intervention of God in your life, in your family, in your church, in your ministry and in the kingdoms of the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. But enough is enough. Today you have to arise. You have to arise. Hallelujah. And bind the works of the enemy. And whatever may come, read the Bible. Your God. Pray. Hallelujah. Seek him and become the vessels of light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has called us to be the vessels of light that his light through us will expose the darkness in the world. Next is we have to be living in righteousness and be preachers of righteousness, exposing sins, exposing sin, darkness and the devil. Hallelujah. These are the mandatory requirements of the end time ministry. And I tell people if you are not doing this and you are preaching only healing and healing people, we also heal people if when I that those things happen in, your, in our ministry we believe in the healing anointing we believe in the prophetic anointing we believe in signs wonders and miracles but not ignoring the foundations okay and building the house of God just on the surface level things which can only attract people and crowds hallelujah amen look at the ministry of Jesus Jesus, when you read the Gospel of John, when you go till John chapter 6 and verse 7, chapter 6 and chapter 7, you will see Jesus talking about that he is the bread of life. Jesus talking about that he is the drink that will give them eternal life. Jesus talks about communion. In other words, breaking for God. Hallelujah. And attaching oneself completely with the spirit of God when he preached the sermon and the revelation of communion you know everyone who was following Jesus left Jesus only 12 remained there even among the 12 one was from the enemy and he was also going to leave hallelujah ministers of the gospel pastors prophets apostles if you are called preach the pure word of God Live the word and preach the word. Live the word and preach the word. People are offended. You don't have a congregation. Continue to preach the pure word. Don't add to the word. Don't subtract to the word. And you will rece receive your reward not from your congregation. You will receive the reward for that when you go to heaven and stand before your savior. These things, this earthly honor from people, from congregation, from mega churches is temporary. It will fade away. Earthly honor, earthly recognition, knowing that I am a pastor of a big mega church, I have so much of uh, church planted across the world. These things are temporary. Don't look at those things. Look at fulfilling the will of God. And the eternal honor will be received in heaven if you, if you stay the course, if you fight a good fight of faith. Amen. If you endure, endure till the end, you shall be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So, as I read, verse number 3 says, Gentiles and kings will, come, will not come looking at miracles. They will come to, the, to your rising in the kingdom of light by your living, righteous living, by your living in the light. Are we understanding Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 to 3? Okay, hallelujah. Now let's go to John chapter 1. John chapter 1, verse 4 to 8. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. John chapter 1, verse 4 to 8. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness <laughs> did not comprehend. Did not comprehend it. Hallelujah. Darkness, listen to this, write it down. Darkness can never be more powerful than the light. Can never ever. If you are walking in the light, if you are walking in the light, that darkness can never defeat you. You have to understand this revelation. I will go deep into it. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, t tell me, answer my question, people of God. Okay. When the room is dark, there is darkness. Okay. And if you light up a candle, if you light up a candle in that dark room, okay, you will see a little bit light coming. So the light of the candle is penetrating through what? Through the darkness. Okay, it's it's giving a, a little bit of enlightenment, but the light can penetrate to the through the darkness and give you illumination through the candlelight. But if a room which where the lights are switched on and it's full of light, can a darkness come in and take over that place? Tell me. No. Is there is something like a candle, dark candle that can bring a little bit of darkness in that room? No. That is the meaning of this verse. Amen. Hallelujah. The light can defeat darkness and penetrate into, into the darkness. Amen. But darkness can never penetrate into the light. It can never enter into the light and start to take over. If your life is full of light. Hallelujah. And I am telling you, everyone say, I am the vessel of light. I am the child of light. That is the revelation. That is the power of light in our lives. Hallelujah. The darkness cannot, cannot comprehend it not. Cannot defeat us. Cannot, can, can do nothing. But the light can penetrate into darkness. The light can penetrate into darkness. Okay. We want to go. And remember this. Light and darkness cannot work together. Cannot work together. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Quickly to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse number 14. Hallelujah. Verse number 14. One four. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? No communion. They are two opposite forces. They are two opposite forces. Either it is darkness or either it is light. And if there is a mixture, listen to me. If there is a mixture, it is not light, it's darkness. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. It's not darkness. Holy living is holy living. There cannot be... A, pure water is pure water. If something is mixed, it cannot be pure water. Are we understanding? Either you are holy, either you are unholy. If you teach and if you believe something where there is a mixture. No, I do this also. I do that also. And But, but I am holy. No, you are not holy. You are unholy. Because it's a mixture. You, Hallelujah. God, God protects his own glory. And he will not share his glory with another. Amen. He will not share his glory with another. Yes, nothing can be mixed with God. Nothing can be taken out of God. Nothing can be added to the word of God. Nothing can be subtracted from the word of God. It cannot be mixed. It is what it is. God is I am who I am. That is God. Amen. God does not want to have any addition. 
God does not. The Bible says who can stand before him. Who can advise him. His, his, his wisdom is mighty. He created the heavens and the earth. Who can add to him? Tell me. Can you? No. No one can. That is holiness. That is light. It cannot be mixed. Everyone say light cannot be mixed. Truth cannot be mixed. Truth cannot be mixed. The word of God cannot be mixed. Yes, it is pure. It is pure. I cannot manipulate the word and preach it, it as per the standards of my own opinions. It cannot be mixed. Anyone who adds to the word of God and teaches the same. Anyone who subtracts from this word of God and teaches others, others the same shall be least in the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Be careful when you teach people. Be careful when you are into teaching ministry. You should not add. You should not subtract. But preach and teach the pure word of God and live accordingly. Hallelujah. Okay. Are we understanding? So first of all, I said that darkness cannot penetrate into light, but light can penetrate and take over darkness. So light is more powerful, always powerful than darkness. Secondly, I said darkness and light cannot be mixed. There is nothing such as holy or light which is mixed. No. Okay. It has to be in the raw form, in, in the singular form. Okay, so darkness wants to keep God out, but how much ever it wants to keep God out and hide from God. God is all knowing and all seeing. Nothing can be hidden from God. That is the foolishness of the devil. Oh, we don't want God to intervene, but God is looking at them. Hallelujah. God knows it all. <laughs> God knows the even if you even if you are hide that you are in darkness and you are hiding from God. <laughs> Adam and Eve were hiding, but God knew where they were hiding. Hallelujah. God knew what had happened. God knew everything. So, the foolishness of people who hide from God, who don't let the light enter, the, their foolishness is, they don't know God yet knows everything. Even what happens in the inner chambers of Satan, the Satanists, the wizards, the witches, the people of the secret society who do under the ground, God knows it all. I have gone to those inner chambers. God has taken me there. Hallelujah. Yes, I, 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 I know many things that are going to happen in the end times. I have seen horrifying spirits that will manifest themselves in the end times. Horrifying. And I don't tell it to the congregation because it is hidden. Because it has to be hidden. Otherwise, it will terrify you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to I want to take you to Isaiah 45 and then we will pray after that. Isaiah 45. What does God do when you grow in the light? What happens to us? When we are consistently for many years walking with the light, we receive a penetrating power. We receive a power to unveil mysteries, unveil secrets of the dark. Yes, Isaiah chapter 45. Isaiah chapter 45. Let's go to verse number <coughs> verse number 3. I wanted to read from verse 1 onwards, but let's read from verse 3. I will give you the treasures of darkness. What is that? I will give you the treasures of darkness. This is the Lord speaking. And hidden riches of secret places. <laughs> that you may know that I the Lord 
who call you by your name. I am the God of Israel. Hallelujah. The Lord can give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches in secret places. No one knows that. What is that? What is that? What is that? He can unveil to you what those Satanists are doing in hiding. He can take you there and expose the works of Satan beforehand. Hallelujah. Do you know the biggest danger of a witch is what? It's not when you pray against her. When you find the secrets of her, what she is doing, you can defeat the witch. When she is exposed, you know her. And people who are praying with me, they know that the Holy Spirit takes us. That the Holy Spirit takes us. And I see visions. And I know the spirits, the witch, the wizard behind people's life. What they are doing. How they are doing. Things they are doing. Not only that, the Holy Spirit can take. I know many, some of people here. The Holy Spirit has taken them. Taken even me. Take, they, the Holy Spirit takes people. The Lord takes you into the underground chambers. Where secret wickedness has been practiced horrifying things horrifying things hallelujah when you walk in the light you will be the sons of light daughters of light vessels of light and you can penetrate in dark places penetrate in dark places even if you stand among hundred witches and stand there looking at them they cannot overpower you because you are standing yes. hallelujah Nothing will happen to you. Let them be thousand witches with superpowers. But you be a children of light. And you stand among them. Thousands will fall by your side. Ten thousand by this side. It shall not come near you. That is the power of light. It will take you into darkness. And nothing by... You shall trample over snakes and scorpions. Nothing by no means shall harm you. Nothing by no means shall harm you. You shall overpower darkness. That is the power of light. People of God, come on. Come on screens. Who can come on screens and start praying? Start praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing by no means can harm you. Apostles need to arise. Prophets need to arise. Who can defeat a group of witches? Oh, Reciama Karaba, Ria, enough of witchcraft over the nations, enough of sorcery, enough of the sorcerers who are controlling the nations and the ministers. Hey, Rabba Sialtaraba. We pray, people of God, arise, let God arise, let the light arise through us, let the light function through us. Hallelujah, the light, hallelujah, the light, the light, the light, the light, the light, the light, the power of light. Oh Rasi Nakar Benala Empranto Sakardineri Manshakai Badale Kediana Rabba Rabba Sakarikando Rosialta. Come on, open your mouth and pray, everyone. Ran so yo boto yo soko. Eya Pakari Tiara Lindo Malediama Labetiana Lambrabama Nakasakatiara Balabada. Oh Father, 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 through this word. Let your light shine in the hearts of your people tonight. Through this word that they have received, let your light shine and expose darkness and that you will convict their hearts, Holy Spirit. That when the darkness is exposed, that they will drive out darkness. That they will drive out darkness. Oh, Ribani Mosa Baba Kaibodo. 
For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you. The Lord will arise over you. The Lord is already arising over you. Right now, the Lord is arising over this over this meeting. The Lord is arising over this fellowship, my people. The Lord is arising over us, and His glory will be seen upon us. His glory will be seen upon us. His glory is already seen upon us. The Gentiles shall come to your light. And kings shall come to the brightness of your rising. Receive the word of God. Yes. Yes. It's time. Elisha. Elijah. Never had a congregation. They walked in power. They walked in raw power. They walked in light. They could bring fire from heaven. Ahab was afraid of them. They used to stay in secret places. They used to stay away from congregations. But they used to bring down kings, bow, make kings bow down before God. That is the power God is bestowing upon you. People of God, receive it. Get connected to the Holy Spirit. Get connected right now, people of God. And the fire of God and the will of God is being blown upon you. Blown upon the churches right now even as we pray even as we pray blow 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 like a mighty wind holy spirit blow like a mighty wind it is time the time will come soon where Elijah the, the Tishibite will come out of the hiding and kings shall know Elijah you will, you will not forever stay in the hiding place but the glory of the Lord shall shine upon you and God will reveal you the times of revealing will come but, but wait on God wait on God wait on God for his time don't be in a hurry wait on the Lord I want to tell people who are in this ministry and who are laboring in the kingdom of God along with we wait on God don't be in a hurry don't look at how many people are coming wait on God because in the realms of the spirit the clouds are coming it will not be seen now but the clouds are coming we will see it we will see it the clouds will be heavy uh, is is being made ready it's being heavy with rains the, the clouds of revival are being prepared I am telling you it will manifest soon wait on God let not the devil 
drive you out from the secret place let not the devil take you out of the of the, out of the connections that god has given you hallelujah wait on the lord and you shall soar on wings like of eagles wait on the lord wait on the lord hallelujah hallelujah the mighty spirit of god is working in this place oh hallelujah the mighty presence of god is working in this place hallelujah take away of people lord hallelujah i know lord and i want to thank you my master my lord my savior oh because you are doing a mighty work i know hallelujah and i will not give up lord hallelujah because i i, I look at the things which are unseen and not at, at the things which are seen and i know lord you are the god of the unseen realm oh hallelujah hallelujah let not your faith faith fade away but have faith because without faith you cannot please god believe 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 have faith my dear people and walk in the light let not darkness overtake you hallelujah 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 father we want to give you the glory honor and praise for this wonderful time for your presence hallelujah and lord it is not people i whom i look in the meeting it is who you who i find in the meeting and you are here in our midst so we hallelujah you are all we need lord you will you are all we need lord even when things start to change lord let the intention of our heart be seeking you in the meeting we want you we want you your presence hallelujah is what defines us defines us identity and defines our work that we do for you lord hallelujah thank you for your presence thank you for your mighty power in our midst thank you for your word and what you are doing in our midst i cover all the people with the blood of jesus christ hallelujah even as uh, tomorrow we will uh, have a meeting intercessor meeting case meeting i pray for your mighty power be released in that meeting in jesus mighty name even as we will have the meeting on sunday evening i pray for your mighty presence and power to be released in jesus mighty name every hindrances be broken and let your people arise to pray in fire and in the light in jesus mighty name hallelujah i cover all the people lord with the blood of jesus christ hallelujah we will pray for the needs of people in the coming meetings hallelujah for as of this meeting we will only focus on what the lord has to say to us and pray towards the will of god hallelujah the other things we will focus and we will pray in the prayer meetings we give you all the glory honor and praise in jesus mighty name